We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. You're listening to Power 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream, your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at unitedangelsdream.com. Empowering listeners from the U.S. to the U.K. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco. Prepare yourself. Okay, let's go. Mr. Charlie Edwards. Hi, how are you doing, Stephen? You good? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. I'm not too sure if uh, our weather is just as good as your weather over there in Sweden right now. <laughs> oh, well, my weather over here is kind of sun comes in, clouds come over, and it starts to rain. So it's one of them awkward situations where you don't know what to wear for the best. <laughs> What's the temperature like out there usually? Um, well, right now it's like 16, 17 degrees. We're class it, classing it as summer, July. So it's not it's not the best over here at the minute with the, the rain, but Sweden's known for the rain. So I kind of expected it. How many times have you been there? This is my actual second time over here in Sweden. I've been to Stockholm, but now I've come over. I'm in uh, Gothenburg at the minute. And um, I've just come over to um, to visit the in-laws. This is the first time I've actually met them. Me and my missus are having a baby in January. So it was. this has been quite a big trip. And we were over here just to see a, like, a midwife. And, um, and yeah, for, for when, the ba- when our baby's due. Congratulations. And how many months? Um, we're due, the due date is January the 6th. So... It's all coming around so quickly. <laughs> Did you guys do a gender reveal? No, we haven't. We haven't had the. We haven't actually um been and got the whether it's a boy or girl yet. We um we're in two minds. We're kind of we like the idea of a surprise. We like the idea of doing it the old-fashioned way. So um we're kind of discussing now if we're gonna have a gender reveal party or if we're gonna gonna be very old-fashioned. Hmm. I'm going to tell you, I've been paying attention to your Instagram and I saw the photo of the, um, the black and white photo, refresh my memory. What do they call that again? Um, when we, when we announced, announced that we were actually pregnant. Yeah. (laughs) I say, I say we, like, (laughs) like I'm carrying it, but she's the one who's going through all the, all the hardship, bless her, but she's getting through it nicely and yeah, she's killing it. Well, you're going to first try messed up. The first trimester has been a tough one for us. She's been in bed, sick, morning sicknesses and that. So it's easy. So for me, <laughs> anyway. You're going to say we when she, and I'm just assuming here, Charlie, uh, when she starts eating more and then you're like, oh, it's time to eat and you start eating and gaining weight again. I know. I know. <laughs> believe me. I, I know where the, um, the phrase dad bod comes from now. It's hard. When she's eating for two, um, it's, it is hard and it's challenging not to go for the um, the extra biscuit or chocolate <laughs> bar. <laughs> are you having trouble managing your weight right now or are you good? 
Um, no, to be fair, I'm actually good as gold. Um, my, I, I have a high metabolism anyway, and I train. I train like a full-time athlete. You know, like I don't just train for fights. I know many fighters out there. They only wait until they get a fight date, and then they come from being so far out of shape to like shredding all their weight off. But I always train like once, twice a day six days a week because I find it very good for my um my mental health and when I've done my morning cardio my morning training session I feel free for the day and I feel more relaxed and chilled out you're being trained by Don Carlos if I'm saying his last name correctly it's boom uh, Bermudez yes while while I'm out here in um in Sweden I linked up with um yeah Don Carlos He's he's looking after me while I'm out here, but um, my trainer from back home is uh, Grant Smith of the Steel City Gym. But um, he's a good guy, Grant, and um, when I'm away, he always likes to see me reaching out to other people and um, getting a bit of work in. Gotcha. And for everyone who's tuning in and who's going to be catching up when this is posted on Spotify and it's going to be airing next week, Monday at 8 a.m. Actually, no. Uh, Tuesday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Charlie Edwards is a British professional boxer, and he did hold the WBC flyweight title from 2018 to 2019. Where are you currently at in your career right now, Charlie? Um, I'm currently um, ranked number two in the WBC now at super flyweight. Um, After my last fight, which I had um, quite a lot of weight problems with um i had decided to move up and relinquish my title and vacate it and move up to um the super flyweight limit so the wbc moving up as champion has ranked me as number two so within the next 18 months 12 to 18 months i i should be getting another shot at the title so um right now in my career it's still flying i've just uh, moved from Eddie Hearn and Matram over to Frank Warren and Queensbury Boxing. So, um, yeah, it's a new chapter in my career, which I'm really looking forward to. I've got a great promoter now in Frank Warren, who's mapped the next 18 months out of my career um, really well. And um, my management team, MTK Global, they're working together greatly. And um, I've just got to do the easy bit now. And that's as a fighter is... um, get used to being bored i suppose because we have to live a good clean life and we got to be ready to go at any opportunity because in professional boxing you can get a world title shot like that when you're in the in in the um ranks in the top 10 ranking so i'm just like i said i'm out here in sweden still training away i have no fight date of yet we're looking to get back in september october so hopefully by the time I get back from Sweden, I'll have more news and then I can push on and get into more training camp sort of mindset. And you're how old again? I'm 27. And you, I still look about 16, but I am 27. <laughs> <laughs> you really do. And you've been doing this since you were 11. Yeah, I've been um, boxing since I was 11. I only got involved in boxing, not not for wanting to world champion at that that age i only got involved because i was 
I was a little 11-year-old kid. I'm still little now, mind, but I was a really little 11-year-old kid and I was full of puppy fat. So I only went to lose a bit of weight for Sunday league football. And then I, I never looked back. I went from level to level, got on the GB squad at the age of uh, 15, which one of the youngest ever to be on the Great British team. And I uh, was there for six years and I turned professional. So like, it's mad. I, I haven't looked back from the age of 11. I got the talent. I had one of my old amateur coaches called Teddy Ball well my first amateur club he always said oh you're going to be a world champion one day boy and at the time I didn't really grasp what he was meaning by that and I, when I went on to win the world title it's been so surreal and when I think back I'm like wow it must have been written I'm a big I'm a big believer of the law of attraction and all the way through my career like even my dad my dad dedicated his whole life to, to my boxing career we even had a, a boxing ring in our front garden where we could tr train like wake up and go in the gym go right into the front garden train we had the bags and everything down the back so it's been like it's been like written from the word go as soon as I entered that boxing gym I found my passion I found my goal and I didn't look back and I had the support from my family and from everyone else around my area, even seeing the boxing ring in the front garden, they must have been manifesting my dreams as well as me dreaming it. And both you and your brother, Sonny, are still boxing to this day. Yeah, me and my brother are still boxing. My brother's doing very well. He's currently British champion, which um, I used to be um, British super flyweight champion. And when I vacated that to move on to more world uh, level it was vacant for a long time. Now he's gone on and win it. So on the history books, it's got my name on the title, then Sonny's. So that's a big achievement for both of us. Um, and now I've moved to Frank Warren. Um, I'm the same promoter as my brother. And we're looking to, to hopefully, if Frank can deliver, which I'm sure he will, um, both win a world title on the same night. And for British boxing, that's never been done by two brothers. So it'll be history. I'm looking forward to seeing it, to, you know, quite honestly. And you guys are not going to be ever fighting against each other, correct? No, no, we're never going to be fighting against each other. Um, just like the Klitschko's, they never planned on fighting each other. They just tried to rule the, the, the division. So we always make a joke because um, we, we're both originally from Croydon. So we call ourselves the Croydon Mini Klitschko's. And that's, that's what we're going to try and try and deliver. So and and here's the thing, you 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 got the record of thirteen one. You were ranked number fifteen by the WBC. Are there mm -hmm. any titles that you're looking to get by the age of twenty eight before thirty? Um, I've my dream as a boxer when I entered the sports was to become a world champion. But it's always been in the back of my mind. I always used to look at look up to Manny Pacquiao all the way through my career and to see him go on from weight to weight, winning more and more titles, more belts. Um, that's, that kind of transcended into my vision. And I always, I, I class myself as like, I see myself as a multi-weight world champion. So like, even when I did win the WBC world title, the first weight, the first time round, like it wasn't like I got there and I still wasn't satisfied. I still know there's more to come. I'm only 27. I've got another five, six, maybe seven years in my career. So I'm on to the second weight. I, 
I want to get the second second weight world title and then move up and, and get a third weight world title. But for me, I want to unify. I want to try and unify a division where you win two titles on, on one night. But personally, if I could, I would like to take each and every single single belt. So when I do retire from boxing one day, I will have one of each belt. That would be my dream come true. For five, six, you're not doing bad at all. No, I, I, I'm not the tallest. I'm not the t- <laughs> tallest, but I've got a lot of heart and there's a lot of fight in this little dog. I'm like a little Jack Russell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got to ask, are you proud of yourself for what you've accomplished, especially since the age of 11? Um, I am. I am proud of myself, but I don't think it will ever settle in until after my career. Like even when I become a world champion, it's it don't feel so surreal. And I'm the kind of fighter with the mindset of I can always do better. So I'm I'm my super critic. And even now, sometimes when I look at, like look at like videos back and of myself, I'm like watching the ones when I win the world title, and I'm like I can do better there. I can do better. So I don't I don't sit around and dwell on how good per se that I am. But I always want to better myself. Like I've got this kind of like obsession, addiction with keep. There's more to it. There's more to it. I can get better. So I have that mindset of every single day is a learning day. Like you can learn off anyone. That's someone younger than you, older than you, someone from a completely different sport. So I just keep trying to develop myself as a person. So I am proud. I think the the the, the biggest most proud moment of my career was when I won the title and I give it to my mum because she's very ill and she suffered a, a, a very hard battle with with her cancer, then brain tumours and strokes. And um, really, reality is she shouldn't probably be here today. And when I fought for my first world title, I um, I got beat. And that was when she was most critical. And I actually promised her before that fight that I was going to win her a world title and bring it back to her. So it was very hard when then I got beat because of lack of experience. And then it was like, for me, it was the pressures on. I need to win this world title because I don't know how long my mum's got left. And I was forcing it, trying to, trying to get the world title shot again and again. So when I did finally get it, and then I did win it, when I give that belt to her, that will never ever be taken away from me and that makes me the proudest not for being a boxer or being a superstar or a a sportsman or anything like that it's for me it's that family unit I've delivered that promise to my mum and um, that's my proudest moment it don't, don't I'm not I'm not putting down the world title I'm not putting down the belt but the actual promise and the fulfillment I saw in her eyes made me feel so proud what is your mom's name uh terry edwards a warm shout out to terry edwards thank you you're thank welcome you. she's uh she lives through you and it shows yeah yeah well that's what but now looking back of this like mad journey over six years with her like she has fought through everything and I don't know how she's done it and I must get the fighting spirit from my mum. And um, she's pushed like with the way she has been, I could have gone one or two ways. I felt like 
it got to the point where I I felt lost. I was such a mummy's boy and um, I felt completely lost. And luckily there was boxing there to save me because I had to like put all of my frustration, all my energy and all my um, pain, if you, if you like, because it heartbroke me. I used that as fuel and I fired, fired my, my dream and pushed and pushed and pushed. And to be honest, looking back now, it was my only escape from what reality was for me and like going up and down the hospital day in day out to see if she's okay see if she can speak yet see if she's moving or if the rehab's working like it was a it was a crazy journey and um i maybe she has she's the one who really won the title for me if you like because she helped help help me with the pain that I went through, deal with pushing it to the career. And if I didn't do that, I don't know where I would have ended up. So uh, it's, it's been a crazy few years to say the least. With that one, I needed to take a breath. Honestly, um, I, I felt it. I still feel it. It's, it still moves you. Mm. Yeah. It chokes me up. It chokes me up. Like, I'm I'm like many men who who bottle up emotion inside, and I'm not saying it's a good thing because I've I've done it for years and kind of used boxing to mask it. But every time I do get deep about it and thing, it brings that emotion to the edge, and like I find it I find it hard sometimes to be able to to let the pain out without um, without coming across weak and it's just a it's a good thing like I, I appreciate being getting these interviews because it allows me to release some of this tension and emotion that gets caught up inside of me and and it, it shows how like it gives me a proud feeling where I know what how happy I've made her and it's um, it's it's hard it's hard as men try to bottle up their emotions and we should probably try and get it out a bit more do you believe you could ever trust a new path by laying down your arms and finding a new direction and inspiration to continue to be successful for yourself and for your family to move forward and not hold on to that, knowing that your mom, Terry is here. She's with Mm -hmm. you. She's not going to go anywhere. Can you eventually, or do you believe you can find a new way to go into a fight to, to be inspired without that energy yeah. any longer um for sure and i i think you've hit the nail on the head there for me because it's something i've been thinking and questioning myself because my reason why was for my mum. i'm a selfless kind of person and when i haven't had something there to motivate me and push me as hard it's it is hard as a human being to to kind of grasp that and my mum was all my always my reason why before and now I've um got the news that I'm I'm having a baby uh with my Mrs Christine um that has uplifted me and it's my new reason why I've got a uh, a baby my my son or daughter to fend for now and to make them proud and I want to go and win that another world title and I want to be able to lay it next to my kids at the ages of one and show them and make them proud forevermore and as they grow give them the the best of life that I can possibly provide them 
The best thing that I can say to you, Charlie, and I'm saying this from the heart, and, and I really feel moved to say this to you, is we as humans tend to get our drive and our inspiration and our fight. And it's derived from a story and experienced. Mm-hmm. And what I would like to say for your mom, Terry, is that your fight and drive came from a life and a world and a story that she no longer lives. And I, I believe she is worth it and um, owed the opportunity as well as for you and your family, your son or daughter and your wife, for you to have a new story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I do believe um, I've I've made my mum proud and I feel like she feels fulfilled because she always said to me about you will win a world title, even when she was going down for one of her first major operations where it was like a 50-50 chance of whether she was going to come back or not. And she she grabbed me and this is when she was being able to talk properly. She had no brain damage or nothing like that. And she pulled me in and she goes, you promise me no matter how bad I get, you carry on your dream. You're going to be a world champion. And that was enough to laser focus me in. But now the fulfillment that she reached from me winning it and giving it to her, um, that, that for me and her, we feel like that, that chapter has been, been done it's been closed and that success story has been so great and so fulfilling and now with i'm a big believer in the the power of the universe timings everything and now from moving from from me and my mum and me in the world title now i've been blessed with a with my re my next reason why my my kid that's coming and it's like it gives me that that fight. It gives me that hunger, that desire to to go and do it all again. And like us, as like you said, us as human beings, we need a reason why. And with, like a lot of people can caught up with the wrong reason or the e- egocentric reason, where when you fight in with your soul and and love you can become unstoppable and now this is a new story this is the new chapter where where i'm at a different stage in my career all the hardship that i've been through and all the pain that i've suffered and the experience that i've learned all the way to become a champion to then vacate and the suffering the pain that i've gone through because i had to vacate because of my my I, i outgrew the weight and now it's like a new new life for me it's a new stage of my life a new stage of my career and I'm really, really excited now to get um get the ball rolling with it. Two things. One, I would definitely like to have the opportunity, because uh, I would say if we could do it now, that would be great, to have your mom um, on an interview with you. I would love to talk to your mom and, and really mm-hmm. get her um, narrative on this. Yeah. I, I, w- I would personally lo- love that too, but my mum isn't very like, she can't really talk as in such as like full conversations. She's quite, quite uh, restricted on what she, she can actually conversate on and she repeats herself quite a lot. Like she's through the stroke, she has suffered quite a bit of brain damage and she isn't very like quick to the point if you like now. Is she able to write? No, she can't write. Um, she 
can only barely walk with help. My sister's bless her is a full-time carer for her, which I'm so grateful. My sister is here and giving her 120% love at all times and help, but um, she needs like help for two people to um, be able to, to even walk. So she isn't, she isn't got the best, of life bless her she still smiles she still can understand what we're saying to her and she can still tell us she loves us but um it is hard but she she all we can do is keep making her smile and she hasn't got the best quality of life bless her but um just the smiles are priceless well i'm gonna say she is here with us and even though we are not able to hear her voice right now Mm -hmm. her voice is being spoken through you no, thank you, thank you. She, she'd, she, she, she'd be so proud to hear that. <laughs> well, if if she's, you know, you can always take this interview and and put it next to your mom or play it. Have her hear your voice. The, yeah. The shout out, whatever it is, um, she's there. She's not lost. She, she's with me in spirit. She's always been with me, even when I fought on that on that night. She was there watching cheer like cheering putting her hand up so i know she's with me wherever i wherever i go um in spirit form and and um i i don't like to say this with about my mum but i i believe that her spirit even though she's still here today her spirit ain't her I believe that she is more into the spirit world than she is into the reality that we are right now. And I could sound crazy in saying that, but I believe she's helped me become who I am and through this journey in spirit for more than physical form. If this can offer you comfort, and this is not a correction, I'm adding to it because Mm -hmm. I completely relate to you and your Mm -hmm. belief and mindset. We all have the ability to have one foot in the present and one foot mm-hmm. in in on the other side. Mm-hmm. Your Absolutely. mother's your mother's connection is even more powerful now because she's mm-hmm. finding ways and skills as a human being, but also as a spirit. We are of energy. We are angels living yeah. in in a body that's just a totally machine. agree. Yeah, she's more powerful now. So yeah. guaranteed. She may be astral projecting out. She could be doing mm-hmm. a lot of things that are unseen. I know. I know. I'm full believe that you give me, you're making me buzz <laughs> and the goosebumps because it's, that's, that's how my mind works. Mm-hmm. We are, we are all energy in this world and likes attract likes, everything positive energy. The more you put out, the more you, you get back, you do good, good comes back. So um, I do believe that she's got more powers than anyone could imagine right now. And um, I believe that's why my life has turned out the way it has. It's been crazy when I think back on it all, all through the this hardship and all through this crazy roller coaster of life. Everything's fallen for me at the right time, even when it's been hard and challenging where I I question things. I've just stuck with everything and everything works out in the end. It does. And it will continue. And with that being said, one of the key things that you touched on is whatever falls away from us, it, everything has a season and it doesn't mean it's rejection. It doesn't mean unless someone wants to interpret it this way, Charlie, that, um, that they experience loss. Everything has a season and must move where yeah. it is meant to go. 
Mm-hmm. With that being said, you're going to have the, your family, you're going to have your children, you're going to have your mom, your dad, you're going to have your angels, you're going to have everybody seen and yeah. unseen there with you and for you because whatever the reason may be for you to be in this world is mm-hmm. the unfolding of your purpose and your story is still going to continue to be told. And it's going to be told through your children. It's going to be told through your grandchildren, your great-great-grandchildren. There's a lot about Charlie Edwards and Terry Edwards that the the future has looked forward to finding out. Yeah, 100%. That's what I believe. I believe this life that we're all living, we all do have a purpose to reach. And obviously we do sometimes go off track. We fall, we fall, but... At the end of the day, I do believe that the universe does guide you back to the best where your purpose is, is um, where your purpose is meant to be for you. And um, sometimes, like I am I, one to say, it, I've had the biggest upsets, the biggest downfalls in my life. But on the edge of that, on the other side of that, once I've got through through the rainy days, that's when the um, the sunshine and the rainbows are. And um, it's just about keeping the inner belief and keeping working towards your passion and 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 keep that drive have the faith in the process like we're all gonna we we as human beings i believe are on this this planet reality world whatever you want to call it are here to succeed we're built to succeed and the more we push towards our passions and and more we take them steps on the road to success the more we feel happy, the more we feel feel great, and the more our, our light shines bright. Which leads me into this question. What are the fundamentals of winning? And before you answer, what are the fundamentals of winning that you've learned from your mom, your dad, your mm-hmm. coach, or even just your own life lesson? Mm-hmm. I think most of all, you've got to dedicate, you've got to, you've got to find your reason why. And you've got to use that as fuel. You've got to make the decision what you want, what you what really gets you going in life, what what gives you them butterflies. No dream is too big. The bigger the dream, the better it, it can be. And you fixate your your head onto that dream and you focus on it and you will not take no for an answer, no matter what comes, and you dedicate your life. And you you keep taking one step at a time to get to where you are. And when you do fail, it's it's not a fa- fail. I don't like to say the word fail. I like to say it's it's a learning process. So when you fall at a hurdle, you have two kind of ways to respond. You either let it get you down, let it depress you, lay down and don't do anything about it. Or you use that to learn and you think, okay, what did I do wrong here? What do I need to do now? Where do I need to be? What kind of situation or what place on this planet of earth do I need to go to, to make this dream come alive, to feel this light, to feel this passion. And then you go and you make, and and you do anything you possibly can to keep getting closer that to that journey i'm a big believer in a visualization um i like to meditate and i like to keep that stillness with the 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 day and the age that we're involved in our minds occupied so many times social media your your mind's not 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 been built or made to take in that much information it's an information overload and a lot of people are getting burnt out because they're loading their brain with too much information because it's this endless scrolling 
endless looking at other people what to do and when you're doing that you're wasting precious hours precious time so personally i like to be out in in nature i like that still mindset just like bruce lee used to say you need that still mindset and that's when you get the best ideas the best thoughts you'll you can be out on a walk on your own taking in the fresh air having some vitamin d from the sun and all of a sudden boom you get a spark of thought in your head and you think hang on a minute this is i'm onto a winner here and you run with it and run with it and and that's when when you find the the answers that you that you've been probably wanting to know when you're sitting there and just fogging your head up so i think you need a clear mind you need to put yourself in the position to keep succeeding and when you fail if one door closes another one is going to open and that's inevitable four things i want to touch on that you had said in a past interview Fighters these days get so caught up in overthinking and spending too much time on their phones. When I go and change my mindset to to a calm place and I visualize things I want to achieve, it gives me focus. I was so calm because I already been there in my mind. At world level, it's not about overfishing and looking for things too much. It's about waiting for the right time. Yeah. Oh, like, for example, in my world title fight, we set the game plan in the gym. My coach, actually, he told me the game plan in little segments where throughout the training camp, he would add little things in. And them little things added up to the bigger picture, which I didn't even really know about. We had the basic game plan, but what I was doing in the gym was basically setting my mind and programming me for when it happens in the fight, things will come off and it will be a reaction type of fight rather than a forceful fight. And I believe that. I believe that you need to ultimately 100% prepare. But when you're when you're in that moment, that stillness, that, that kind of like you're letting the energy run through you, if you're trying to overthink things, look too hard for things and try and force things, it will never happen for you it has to be you need to let the, the universal energy flow through you like when i say my world title fight it was like i blinked and it was the end and i was champion it was like i wasn't even in my body it was an out of body performance out of body experience where i had no junk in my mind i had n- not overthinking it i had full belief and trust in what everything i had done up to that moment was going to just flow through me and and I was going to be guided to victory and that's what happened it, it's it's you just know yourself it's just so simple because you just know who you are it's clear yeah mhm mhm and i think that I, I believe that i like i believe when you've done everything right and you're on the right frequency you're unstoppable. There was no doubt in my mind at that time and on that fight that I was ever going to be denied. And that's because everything, my, the timing was right. The fight was right. The opponent was right. Um, the night was right. Um, everything to, to the maddest things. I'm a, I, I like to look into numero, numero, numerology as well. And, and like everything fell on this and the number 22 for me. 
and 22 is an angel number where you're at the right place at the right time. And uh, I, I, I fought on December the 22nd. I walked into the changing room and I was in the, it was a 2022.2 changing room. And I was just like, these are not, these are not just me a coincidence. These are signs. And, and it, everything, the frequency, everything was right for me that night. And I literally just let the universe flow through me and I produced the performance of my life. I'm going to gift you with something because I'm in a numerology as well. So as you were sharing, I was like, okay, so it's July 14th. And I just asked myself, should I add in a 2020? I heard no. So what I did is I looked up angel number Mm -hmm. 714, July 14th. Mm Angel number 714 indicates that you've been working hard towards successfully living your divine life purpose and soul mission. You've been building strong foundations for yourself in order to achieve success and fulfillment, and this will manifest as blessings and blessings and rewards in your life. I even believe that the days that we do something, the time that we plan something, it all has a message. Just how many people really look at... Why are they doing something when they're doing mm-hmm. it? And is there a message there that they need to, that they're telling themselves? A hundred percent. And you just made the goosebumps stand up on my skin <laughs> once again. Then and this is what I mean. Like things happen for a reason. Like you think signs come into your life and it's a coincidence. It's really not. There's no such thing as a coincidence. I don't believe in you reading out that to me now on this phone, this goes to show that, this last year for me, I have I haven't fought since last August, where I I gained my world title back off the back of a very controversial um, decision, where it was ruled a no contest. This last year has been mentally so challenging for me, but I've stuck by it. I've stuck training. I've even though I haven't had fights, I've been training. I've been learning. I've been developing. Um, I've had the into my new contract and um i got my new contract and i've got my new um goals in the next 18 months and you reading that little that little um paragraph out for me it goes to show that this is my sign this interview was supposed to happen so it's uplifted me even more even on the darkest of days is where I've doubted myself and like, is this is this all for me? Like, have I achieved my dream? And now this is this is me done. And then I had the blessing of knowing that my missus is pregnant and I've got a new fight, a new life, a new lease of life. Everything is timing and it all falls together right. So I'm very grateful for this interview. I really am because this has uplifted me even more. You're very welcome. And I'm actually, I was wondering if there was another message for you and. Okay, here it is. I prayed about it. So I looked in because a, a lot came up for me as I went into this, and then this is the, the, the ending message. Imagination is finally associated with angel number 714. When was the last, this is for you now. When was the last time you actually sat down and dreamt of how your life was or how your life could be or how it actually is? Let your imagination take control. 
when we sit and think and dream of a better life, we begin to be creative and imaginative of ways by which we can achieve this. The guardian spirits are sending you a message encouraging you to keep a constant imaginative mind with angel number 714, especially when things are not working out as planned. My interpretation of that, Charlie, is things are working out as planned. It's your consistency moving forward that I'm sure you you get this because I get this a lot as well. There are gaps sometimes in between. We get in that momentum and then something will kick in and be like, wait a minute, who's who's messing up my mojo here? <laughs> it's <laughs> moments like that to find out, okay, is this a message or something that I should be paying attention to? Or is this just simply a check-in to pause for a moment or just create that that skip or that misstep of what I call it, like a signal coming in the phone when you lose it for a moment? Yeah. To just check in with yourself to be like, okay, is this where I really want to be? Do I really want to be doing this? When I'm about to step into, do I really want to go there? Should I pray about it beforehand? Should I look into it? Sometimes... Those things that happen that create that slight pause or that what I call misstep in your life is only, not only, it the majority of the time, 99.9% of the time, Charlie, from my experience, it's just the universe and my angels saying, check in with yourself, Stephen. Make sure this is something mm-hmm. you really want to do, you really want to be a part of, this group, these people, this party. Do you really want to be here? And more importantly, is it really going to benefit your soul? Because sometimes what we think is a great idea may not always be really as good as it is. And I, mm-hmm. I get that whether it's a red carpet event, it's a house party, whatever it is. Sometimes we've got to, if not most of the time, we've got to be very, very mindful of our space because there are a lot of people out there. Sometimes we won't catch them or maybe they're just good chameleons or shapeshifters and Mm -hmm. they'll just do something slick to just come in Mm -hmm. and just try to trip you up. Yeah, yeah, totally. How do you feel about that? I say it is. It's so refreshing to hear. It's so refreshing <laughs> to hear, and it's nice. It's nice to have this conversation, and and it is. It's important. It's important that you do check yourself sometimes, because you get caught up in ideas, different situations, different things like that. And um, yeah, it's interesting. This is definitely, definitely a, a, a sign for a lot of fault for sure. And then lastly, I'm going to say, however, all these may only be achieved if and when you begin to understand that you need to constantly inspire yourself. One great way of achieving this is by ensuring you are constantly reading books and visiting places. Have conversations that are intellectually stimulating with friends or who mm-hmm. matter. Be constant. Be a constant inspiration so as to have the wisdom and knowledge of inspiring others. That we are living in a time to where we, especially with your generation of millennials and Gen Z, I just had spoken about this on an interview yesterday, spoke about it earlier today. I believe the world is not really prepared, especially the older generation. 
for your generation and the younger generation. You guys are doing incredible things in this world. You're creating new empires, new money streams, new ways of business, and you're doing it in a way to where you're not tying yourself in BS contracts. You're doing it in a way to where you are getting yourself in good contracts, but you're also leaving it to where you're not being treated as something less than. People are really understanding that that your generation demands and requires that value be understood, it be appreciated and respected. If not, you have no problem to be to be just very, very transparent to let someone know in whatever manner you choose to, I'm not going to be your bitch. A hundred percent. I believe that I believe a lot of the younger generation, especially the good thing is with social media, it opens and it broadens your horizons and it allows us to know our self-worth and it allows us to really realize that anything in life is possible with a dream. You can attract anything with belief, hard work, determination, focus, any sort of lifestyle is possible. And you hold the key to your own life, to your happiness, to your joys, to whatever you want to do. And when we're not trapped anymore, we're not like you said, you're not trapped in one single job. You can jump to the other side of the world and you start up and do something completely different and in this day and age with social media, with our platforms, and it's not so much you have to be working for someone else. You can create things on your own. Exactly. So what would be the first memory that you have, Charlie, that initiated the inspiration for you from growing up to be who you are today as a professional and as a man? Um, I believe when it must have been, I think it was when I was just before I even got into boxing. So when I was age, which just must have been about 11, I used to go to, um, to work with my dad and I always used to want to go to work with him. He used to be, um, he used to have his own tire fitting company and I used to always go to work with him and then because he was his own he owned the company he used to do his like fly arounds where he used to go pop to his mates who he worked with and stuff like that and i remember going to his um friends jimmy beckett his name was who's now passed away but they used to go there and used to sit outside his he actually used to go and buy flowers for my mum. this is like how where i kind of grew the love for my mum and my dad showed me the ways how to look after a woman he used to go buy flowers for my mum at certain days a week and he'd go there and I'd sit there and hear the florist and he'd talk about boxing and I'd just sit there and just listen to him and for some unknown reason it got me wanting to be a boxer uh, I just was speaking of, I must have wanted to make my dad proud or whatnot and or it was the universe pushing me that way where I just went Jim, Jimmy, can can you make me a boxer? Can I become a boxer? Can you take me down the gym? And from that day, I never looked back. And my dad was so shocked. But it was like I chose at the age of 11 to rule my life. It wasn't like my dad used to take me football. My dad used to do this and that. But he never had nothing to do with boxing. And he never had. He just had an interest when, when he would go and speak to his mate. And I took my own life with my own hands and asked that question for the life of me. 
I don't know, can't recall why I did, but it just come out. And from that day, I never looked back. And it, my whole life, now 16 years, has been boxing and dedicating myself to it to achieve the dream and the life that I'm living now. I'm proud. I'm, I'm just. Your life and your story is very much guided in a way to where there's just so much structure is what I hear that the entire interview, the strength, yet the subtlety, the perseverance, yet honesty, that's in your inflection, that's in your voice, that's just in everything. It's just so real. There's nothing that you've spoke of or presented or said about yourself that's manufactured or overly coerced you're just raw mm, uh, that's that's the thing like i i don't know what it is like i could never i've always been the quite introverted kid growing up my dad's always taught me of manners and respect to respect older generations and even now i'm 27 i still class myself in my in my head as like like that young boy who always respects everyone and um i've i've always been told to tell the truth and nothing but the truth and i couldn't lie i couldn't make up things um i just literally am speaking from my own experience and relaying what's happened in my life and the more i do relay it it feels like a movie it don't even feel like it's been my life and it's crazy i just see myself in the body that i am now with all this experience but to put myself back in them situations, it's like, wow, I've really achieved all this of all this madness. It's like, it's been it's been crazy, and I like to keep it real. I like to be raw, and um, my biggest thing is I like to inspire the younger generation coming through. And the only way to do that is be real, whether it's the the biggest mistake I've ever made in my life, or or if I've done something really stupid, I, I open up to it and just and just this is well, this is me, and laugh. How do you balance social media and your private life? Um, I've got a lot better now. I was, um, I, I was, uh, found it very tough and challenging and it's all, it was all good on the way up flying high. But then with the controversial fight that I had, it kind of, I, I, I found the, the worst side to social media and it's been challenging the last year, but, I think it's made me a stronger person. It's made me mentally stronger, made me tougher. And um, now it's helped me disconnect from it more. Um, I see what's even more real now is like even more so now I've I've got a, a, a missus and um, I've, I've got a baby on the way. Like, And I'm looking to enter the more entrepreneurial uh, world as well we're creating a, uh, our own uh, kind of clothing company so I focus from a young age of becoming someone to reaching someone to realizing what is actually real and not and I've learned now how to juggle the two and use my social media as more as my business realm instead of everything and anything you know your clothing company because I just went to your Instagram. Is it Every Vision now? Yeah, it's um, it's EVNBTR. It stands for Even Better. Um, for me, every day is a day to become even better. And it's Every Vision Now Becomes a Result. 
when is your website and all that going to be available? Um, we're currently in the process of um, making it and we've and designing it and it should be the launch should be by the end of the year early next year oh it's that far away mm-hmm. wow because we're doing it we're doing it um properly we've done a big business plan and i've invested quite a bit of money into it so um, me and my missus have joint partnered to, to, to work it we've got a designer on board so it's not going to be one of these quick fix money making schemes of like alibaba or something like that <laughs> we're going we're going full in and um, we're looking to grow it over the next the next uh six six years as my six to eight years as my professional career carries on taking off only share if you're comfortable sharing are you using a um a seamstress or a designer in London or are you using a manufacturing company local um yeah um we are we, we we have got talks with different kind of factories and things like that um we're keeping it kind of under wraps now but it's going to be a big movement and um not only in just the clothing thing but we're going to be a movement in um and helping a lot of people and a lot of things and inspiring people. So we're something we're really, really passionate about. And um, my Mrs. Christine Winnegard, if you could check her out on social media, she's a very empowering woman and um, she's actually taught me a hell of a lot as well. So um, we are really like, passionate about helping others. So this is going to be a good movement. If you're able to, Charlie, can you give us a little bit detail of what sort of fashion we've got to look forward to? Um, it's more of the the um, the fitness, the better in yourself realm, training realm. So um, it's it's we we like we said, every vision now becomes a result, um, and it's gonna be something that you wear to empower yourself. To when you hit the training session, it takes you to a new level. So are are we talking like joggers, sweatpants, t-shirts, hats? Yeah. So it'll be a fitness and lifestyle brand. Okay. At least how many products uh, minimum? Five, six do we have to look forward to? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a good start. Great. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's um something we're really, really looking forward to. So it's um in the process now and um yeah, so keep your keep your eyes and ears peeled. And if you want to, any listeners want to watch it grow and be a part of this, um, the Instagram is at EVNBTR. Uh, well, you've got it. Uh, well, EVNBTR, but you've got the underscore in between. Yeah, them. the underscores in between. Yeah. So EVN underscore BTR. BTR. Yeah. Love it. What? Last question. What best advice can you offer someone in general who's looking to start out in boxing? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lifestyle sport. First and foremost, if you're going to start, you've got you need to. It, it depends what kind of outlet you've got. If you want to start to become a world champion, if you want to start to become successful, um, to win titles, to go all the way, you've got to realize, really, really think it's a lifestyle. It's not a sport. It's not just a fight. You've got to live, breathe and believe in yourself and dedicate yourself to boxing because if you're if you're cutting corners in anywhere, you will find out the hard way in the ring. So the more you want it, the more you're willing to sacrifice, the further you'll go. Is there anything else you want to share? Website information, anything at all that can help you, your brand? Um 
yeah i've uh, got my own website you can check it out charlie-edwards.co.uk um and i've got a lot of merchandise on there so if you want to join the team and uh, follow me on instagram twitter at c edwards boxing and for all those who have listened in i really appreciate your time and um thank you you're very, very welcome. And to ask, I'm on it right now. So I see hat. We got T-shirts. We've got we, beanies. We've got hats, snackbacks, beanies, uh, T-shirts, and all my information on my fights. My next fights will go up on my website and as well as my Instagram and uh, Twitter. So, yeah, stay tuned. In this, this is going to be another big year when we get the ball rolling again. And... Um, the road to become a two-weight world champion has started and I like to always put my affirmations out there and I am going to become a two-weight world champion. Oh, uh, yeah. You've got a lot more than that to look forward to, I guarantee <laughs> you. It could be a fashion designer looking into you, um, mm-hmm. a company like there's a lot. You're nowhere yeah. near. The, the, off, the, <laughs> the, the opportunities are endless. And like I said, we create our own opportunities and we attract the people that we deserve. And by being the best versions of ourselves, we can be. I've got to ask. Um, I'm on a page with your t-shirts uh looks like very good quality with the mm-hmm. even better is there going to be synergy between what i'm looking at now and your line it's gonna be a whole new level of energy that we're bringing to the table so with 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 the the merchandise t-shirts um this is going to be a, a new level, new designs, new completely everything. The merchandise is more simple and um, smart looking where this is going to be a real empowerment journey that we're on all together. And every single day we're going to become better together. For U.S. fans, uh, when ordering any of your, your merchandise now and then in the future with even better, um, is it very seamless for um, shipping do we have to deal with any international? Because I know from time to time, and this isn't with your company, um, probably about two years ago, sometimes, uh, is it the VAT tax or something? Is- uh, that was That's more, it's, uh, when we order from America, sometimes we have to pay VAT on our side. Okay. But um, no, that's all, that's all going to be involved in the shipping, the shipping pricing and costs. It's all going to be covered. It's all going to be worked out right, so you won't have to pay it on your end. So it's just going in, ordering white shirt, black shirt, size, hat, yeah. beanie, whatever, and then just pay yeah. it, and then you guys, your company covers the rest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Any closing thoughts? Um, I, I just want to say this interview has been great. Um, you're a real inspiration. I've looked at a lot of your um, Instagram interviews and that, um, and I just want to say thank you for having me on the show. Thanks to the audience and um, keep doing what you're doing, man, because you're you've got a very positive outlook in life and um, you're helping a lot of people out probably that you don't even know. So um, you've helped me out today, and I'm very grateful. You're very welcome. And uh, what was the other thing I was going to ask you? Something else came to mind. I want you to stay on the line real quick um, uh, before we um, we're going to get off air soon, but stay on the yeah. line. I like to give some closing thoughts. 
and mm -hmm. um, you're welcome. And that's that's why Power ninety eight point five was created. That's why I launched it last year. That's why the show is here, and it's really utilizing the opportunity, especially during the pandemic, is to help people feel like there is still movement going on in their life. That there's still a feeling, I guess, if it's a, appropriate to say, um, to feel normal, like like their career yeah. is still moving, there's still stuff going mm -hmm. on. And speaking of that, Charlie, um, are you ever going to be coming to the United States? And what fights do we have to look forward to that's coming up? A hundred percent. It's always been a dream for me to get over to the United States. I love everything that the United States stand by. Um, I love the idea of the the American dream and um, getting over there. But I've always said to myself, I want my career to take me over there. I've actually never been over for a holiday, which potentially it will be out there, definitely. But I've always had the mindset, I want my career to push me that way. And um, hopefully in the in the not so near near future, not so distant future, sorry, um, I can get on one of the Tyson Fury undercards. I know he's a big name out there. He's also with Frank Warren. Um, so that was looking more than likely. And um, yeah, right now there's no big big fights in the on on the the line. But because of this coronavirus, we haven't been able to have them discussions. And I've just started my new contract with Frank Warren. So October's going to get me back, get me back in the ring after a a year out. And then we're going to push for some of the big names. Sounds great. And then what are you doing in the meantime? Like I said, I'm just using this time to focus on me, my little family. I've just moved into my um, just before the corona, the corona and lockdown was was announced. I am just moved into my own house, um. So I've been doing that all up. I've been still doing my training and stuff like that. And do you know what? This I've used this time to kind of like rest, recover, reset my mind. Like this is the only time in all of our lives where we're all in the same boat and we've been able to just like breathe a little, like just, just, just forget about everything. There's bigger problems about let's relax a little, let's slow our temperature down and, and put our mind in a place for when it's back, we're going to be ready to go again. What I would like to do is I want to get you back on the air very soon. And I think what would be really great is tying into more of your experiences, what's going on. Um, if you're open to do that, it's a hundred percent. There's, there's just so much that we can do. And, and I encourage everyone to take this time and monetize off of it by realizing there's 1,440 minutes, 86,400 seconds in a day. Continue to keep yourself out there front and center. If you don't have, uh, if your career is not moving right now, what can you do? If there's no fights going on, what can you do? But I'm going to tell you, um, you're, you're made for television. I can see you in Vegas. Your content on your social media is impeccable. It's, it's very, Thank you. you're welcome. It's streamlined. Um, it's very clear exactly what your messaging is, but yet there's balance to where it's not oversaturated, um, but it's not undersaturated. You've got a balance of personal and professional, a lot of great mm -hmm. balance and movement. Yep. Thank Love you. It. Thank you. I, that's what I get. I get a real buzz and a real passion for helping the younger generation and inspiring people i know how much inspiration i've took off a lot of people and it's made me the person i am today 
and for me to give back that's that that makes me feel alive awesome charlie thank you very very much no thank you <laughs> i should be thanking you thanks for this call it's been great hey it's mutual collaboration my friend mm -hmm. charlie edwards everyone former wbc flyweight world champion and super flyweight and we've got a lot more coming at you and charlie edwards he's gonna be back on stay tuned thank you everyone Socials and let's connect. Empowering listeners from the US to the UK. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco.